0: Hey
1: everybody, it's Jeanette. And Megan. (laughs) And on
0: today's episode, we're going to be talking about the confession killer. Um, Jeanette is going to take over this episode.
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah. So this is also our second attempt at doing a YouTube video because the first one didn't work out. So.
0: Yeah, we were really proud of last week's episode until see me.
1: Yeah, I had video but Megan didn't have video. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so we're just going to try again. So hopefully this works. So yes. check us out on YouTube.
0: Check us out. Woo. Um, but before we get into the confession killer, we're going to go into food of the week. Jeanette,
1: what's your food? Sorry. Uh, I don't know why I did that. All right, so last weekend, Doug and I went on a sushi date, and have you ever seen those revolving sushi bars where you're yes. just sitting at a table and the sushi is just making its way around, and you just pick whatever?
0: Yep, yep. My dad used to take me to one whenever I was younger, but it closed down.
1: Oh, well, we it's finally cool. went to one. It is so cool. So we got there first thing in the morning, we got a seat and all these sushis start flying out and I'm just like grabbing plates and trying stuff because there's only like two to four sushi's on each plate. And then you put your plate in the little slot and it counts how many plates you've had. And then there's a screen up top that counts how many plates you've had. And once you get to a certain number of plates, a prize pops out of the top of the place. Are you making this up? No, they have this box (laughs) full of balls. And if you get enough of plates, a ball shoots out and you get a gift, like a prize. Oh my gosh. We did not eat enough to get a prize because it was just the two of us. But my favorite thing there, which sounded really gross and I almost didn't order it, it was called teriyaki ice cream with red bean paste. which just sounds gross but it was so good it was so good it had this like little fried fish on it not a real fish but like a dessert fish like a cookie if I know how to put a picture in this video I'll put a picture <laughs> but it was so good that was my favorite part and I would love to go back
0: Awesome. Um, I had a couple food of the weeks this week which is pretty cool I ate some good food this week we went to Tallahassee and tried out this place called Hot Pot, where it's so cool. It's, I've never been to any place like this before. You pick your soup base and then you go into the line and you just pick. It's kind of like buffet style, but there's everything. There's squid and crab and oysters and clams and like whatever seafood you can think of. I don't know if I said octopus, but there's octopus. Um, and then there's vegetables, different types of mushrooms, um, bok choy. bok choy, is that what it is? Yeah. Bok choy. Oh my God. Love that. And I was just in fucking heaven. And then they <laughs> even had pieces of raw meat, like of lamb yep. and uh steak and stuff. And when you sit down, you're at like a table, like when you go to a hibachi restaurant, you know how there's that big table with the grill? Yeah okay well this place has a little grill on this side of the table and a little grill on this side of the table and then there's holes and all the holes is where your soup sits where it like boils and gets hot and then the little grill is for your meats which I had lamb and it was so good um, and then you just get back to your table with all of your plates of stuff that you got and you dump it into your soup. <laughs> and they give you a bowl and a spoon and you just sit there and you eat your soup and oh my God, it was just really good, really fun. And you also got ice cream at the end.
1: Yeah.
0: And I got ice cream at the end. Yeah. Yeah, so this place in Tallahassee was awesome.
1: It kind of reminds me of pho and fondue and they had a baby and made yes. hot pot or whatever.
0: That's exactly what it's like.
1: Yeah, well that sounds good. Well, minus the raw meat part, but I like bok choy. Well,
0: I cooked it so it wasn't raw anymore if that helps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally helps. Yes. Alright, well are we ta- ready to talk about this confession killer? Yes,
0: I'm ready to hear all about this.
1: Okay, you guys. So I wanted to talk about this docu-series that I got sucked into on Netflix. It's called The Confession Killer. And I just thought it was one 45-minute show, (laughs) but it wound up being five 45-minute shows. So basically five hours of my life I spent watching this docu-series, but... I'm happy to say that I don't have any regrets about it. Like, it was good. And Boy, I'm kind you of... You don't
0: feel like you wasted
1: any of your life on this? No. And I, I'm kind of watching it again. Because <laughs> I was telling Doug about it, and he's like, Oh, well, I want to watch it now. And I was like, put it on. I'll watch it with you. So we watched the first episode last night, and we'll probably watch more of it later.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And this is on Netflix?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. You said you've seen it? Yeah. So,
0: I told Pete, I was like, yeah, this is who we're doing. And Pete's like, we've seen this. (laughs) And I was like, no. And then we started playing it. And it kind of started tracking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember this. Who's coming back to you? On. Yeah, it's been on for a little while, though, on Netflix. Or maybe I saw it on Hulu first. I don't know. But it's been out for a while. So I did not rewatch the five forty-five 45-minute episode. <laughs> but I'd love for you to refresh my brain.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to refresh your brain. Um, I'm definitely not going to go over everything because... First off, there's just way too much information. There's a reason why the shit is five hours long because there's just so much information. Um, the second reason is, is because if you guys haven't seen it, then you're going to still have so much to get surprised by. There's still so much to discover because I'm not even going to like touch base on it basically. Alright, so this guy, his name was Henry Lee Lucas, and when he was little, he grew up super duper poor. Like, he lived in a shack. And he didn't really go to school, so the highest grade he completed was fourth grade. So, didn't really get his education. His dad got into a railroad accident. And lost both of his legs, so he wasn't able to work. (laughs) Why are you giggling? Because I was giggling. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just listing out the shit show of this kid's life. All right, I'm a little insensitive. (laughs) (laughs) And. His dad wasn't able to work. So his dad tried to sell pencils on the side of the road, which... In my mind, I'm thinking, this was back in the, like, 50s or 60s. How -hmm. much could you sell a pencil for? Like, a penny? Pencils don't even cost shit now. (laughs) Let it out. (laughs) I'm losing my shit.
0: Oh my god, I'm so sorry to laugh at this guy's unfortunate
1: life. I know, I haven't even made it to his mom yet. (laughs) I
0: just just feel like it's already such a crazy story. This sounds like some shit I'd make up if I was a comedian. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I'm getting my shit together. Apologies. (laughs)
1: right. So the dad tried to sell pencils on the streets, but as you can imagine, pencil selling doesn't really make a lot of money. Like, overall, I'm pretty sure his dad was very depressed and very sad, and he was drinking a lot. So, now let's talk about Henry's mom. Henry's mom was like, yo... My husband's disabled and not bringing any money, so I think I'm just going to become a prostitute. That will bring in the cheddar. Well,
0: so she had to do what she had to do. She yeah. She has a whole
1: family to take care of. Yes. So she became a prostitute, and she would bring them in to their house, and she would have sex with these people in front of Henry. So that's not cool. Um, his mother was also really physically abusive to henry and one day she like whacked him in the head with a broom handle and he just got so pissed that he said the next thing he knows he's like stabbing her in the neck with a knife and he winds up killing his mom
0: how old was he when that happened um oh i do know Oh my God. Oh my God. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. So, Uh,
1: question. Okay.
0: Sorry to already have questions this early. Bring them on. How come the dad is selling pencils Mm -hmm. and the mom is selling herself? I feel like she's trying harder.
1: I don't know. Maybe no one else wanted to hire him. Okay, so
0: mom's dead. Henry killed his mom. Mm hmm. Because she was a bitch. All yeah.
1: Right. So Henry was sentenced to 40 years in jail for the murdering his mom. But, Megan, do you want to know how many of those, or how long he actually stayed in jail? He was supposed to go Out to of jail his for 40. 40, yes. Um,
0: well, if you're asking, it's going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. So 15 years. Close.
1: Is that too crazy?
0: 10. Out of a fucking 40 year sentence.
1: Yes, out of a 40-year sentence, he only served 10 years, and he was released in 1970. And do you want okay. to know why they let him out? Yes. It's because the jails were just overcrowded. So they're like, eh, you can go.
0: They didn't have any, like, less severe cases that they could have, like, <laughs> chose from. <let> go. <laughs> Are you telling me all the petty weed crimes were released?
1: Oh no, they had to stay in longer. Yeah. Okay, okay. What a crazy story so far. He he was released in 1970. Okay, now we're going to fast forward to 1983, which in my opinion is the best year of all time. A couple of women go missing. And they realize when they're searching for these women that the common denominator is that they both knew Henry. So the police did some searching and they found out that Henry had a warrant for his arrest back in Michigan because he had stole a car. And then he violated his probation. So they were able to arrest him just based on that. But they started to question him about the missing women. And Henry winds up confessing to murdering the two women. One's name was Kate and the other one was Becky. He said he stabbed and burned Kate. And then he stabbed Becky, who was his girlfriend, had sex with her dead body because he said that he's into that. And then he chopped Becky up in pieces and buried her in places different places scattered her
0: g to the rose that's <laughs> gross.
1: yeah not only did he admit that he's really into like what is that called when you have sex with necler necker necrophiliac, necrophiliac?
0: Yeah. he
1: also admitted that he's really into bestiality
0: uh that's fucking animals right yeah Ew, gross. Is it because his ma hit him really hard in the head?
1: Yes, and we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that.
0: Oh, great. Cool. I'm so excited for this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This this show is fucking crazy, dude. I can't stop thinking about it. Okay, so with Henry's confession, he told them where the bodies could be found, and the police recovered the bodies. So... He did it they found the bodies he did it okay Okay. so during his court hearing he was found guilty and he was sentenced to life in prison but when Henry got to make a statement he said well judge what about all them 100 other women I killed And then, everyone was like, gasp, oh my god, what did he just say? Like, the judge looked, like, (laughs) bewildered. He's like, what? (laughs) So, basically, all hell broke loose. Holy
0: shit.
1: Yeah. So these people in the media are like, this dude's admitted to killing 100 people. Who are these people? Like, we need to find out who these people are that he's killed. So this started a huge media frenzy because everyone wanted to know who he had killed. So Henry starts telling his story. He said, you know, I've just been a drifter. I've been traveling all over the country with my buddy Otis. And we just randomly kill people as we go along. And I don't know why I'm talking like this, but this is how he talks. That's okay. I like it. Okay. And he said he mostly killed women because he just hates women. And I'm assuming that has to do with his childhood? Like,
0: yeah, just an assumption? Probably.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. So when police officers from all over the country heard that this man named Henry was on a nationwide killing spree... They wanted to bring all of their unsolved cases to be reviewed and see if maybe they could solve a case because Henry committed it. Makes sense. So the Texas Rangers decided to set up this task force. And they set up an office and they had a calendar and they would write appointments for all these officers to come from all over the America to sit down and talk with Henry. Um, And it was said that Henry was booked for months and months and months. Like, you had to make an appointment to see Henry. What a popular guy. Yeah, super popular. (laughs) Like, he's booked. (laughs) You have to make an appointment. (laughs) Yeah. So every day, Henry would be let out of his cell. He didn't have to wear handcuffs. He got taken to his office, and he would meet with people. Tell me. I saw that
0: part. I remember seeing that last night because we ran the tapes real quick, Mm -hmm. but I was, like, doing stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: I saw that part, and I was like, why is he just allowed to walk around like some regular-ass dude? This guy just told you he killed a hundred women. Like, he's a fucking psychopath Yeah, in your eyes. Uh Like... And you're just like, hey, guys, hey,
1: hey, hey. They, it almost seemed like they treated him as like a co-worker. Yeah. Basically, just one of the guys in the office. Working. Yeah, we're just, we're all just doing our job. Tell us mm-hmm. some stories, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he would meet with officers, and these officers would bring him cigarettes because... The Texas Rangers said, you know, just bring him some cigarettes and, you know, he'll tell you whatever you want to know. So he, people were bringing him cartons of cigarettes, people would bring him food, people would bring him strawberry milkshakes because that was his favorite, which, strawberry milkshakes are fucking good, so. Those are some of my favorite. Yeah, I could see why he was wanting some strawberry milk. And, honestly, during this time, Henry was treated better than he had ever been treated in his whole entire life. Like, he's popular, people are coming to talk to him, he's basically famous, he's getting all the food and gifts and cigarettes he could ever want. Like, dude's ballin'. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty good life for a murderer. Yeah. So every day when the officers would come and present them these cases, Henry would review it. He would say, oh yeah, I did this. He would tell them all the details, and then he would sign his confession. And then that case would be closed. And this is the weird part. People were writing him from all over the country and sending him letters and pictures of their loved ones that had been murdered and they'd be like can you please look at this girl and tell me if this was one of your victims i mean these people were desperate to know what happened to their loved ones oh my god yeah and they'd be so nice to him in the letters like oh could you please thank you so much he was also flown all over the country to visit crime scenes and meet people and make more confessions and it started off as like a hundred confessions and then it grew to 200 and then it grew to 360 and then before you know it he admitted to 400 murders and in total he wound up to confessing to over 600 murders
0: that sounds unrealistic yeah Okay, so once you pass 360, that means that you killed more than one person a day. No? Yeah. How many days are in a year? 365. That yeah. means, sorry, I thought it was 355. You killed almost a person every day and you took a five day vacation.
1: Yeah. No fucking way. No yeah. fucking way. And these murders were like between 1970 something to 1980 something. So it was like a stretch of 10 years or whatever. Okay. All right.
0: That makes so, it a little more realistic. If yeah,
1: it's, it's not like he did it every single day for a year. It was like a stretch of years.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just get so worked up. It just I know. sounds
1: so bizarre. It's ridiculous. I mean. It's ridiculous. So, one of the people who had an all-access pass to Henry's office, which was basically a little jail, um, was a journalist named Hugh Ainsworth. And he was already really well-known for interviewing and writing books about Ted Bundy. If, have you ever heard of, like, the Ted Bundy tapes? Yeah, 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 we watched This was that. the guy that interviewed him and made all those tapes. So he was already really well known for documenting
0: what his life is like. Oh, fucking fascinating. They should make a documentary about that dude.
1: Yeah. Oh, what is that? He brought me a Bloody Mary. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I actually got into a rabbit hole researching this Hugh guy because he's fascinating. Is it good oh, or you... bad? <clears throat>
0: that shit's really good. It's spicy.
1: Mm. Hugh was there when John F. Kennedy got killed. He was there. Um, he interviewed and spent so much time with Ted Bundy. And then he was a huge part in this whole Henry Lee Lucas thing. So Hugh's life is fascinating. I
0: love awesome. that you did that research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really crazy life.
1: Hugh started to suspect that Henry wasn't telling the truth because Hugh had these journalists from Japan come over and visit him and Henry told the Japanese reporters that he's killed people in their country too and they said you have and he's like yeah I bet you I have I've been to your country And when they asked him, well, how did you get to Japan? Henry said, well, I drove, of course. Megan, did you know that you can drive to Japan? It's that fourth grade education. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was serious. He was serious. (laughs) I drove there, duh. Well, (laughs) I I betcha.
0: This summer I plan on driving to um, Australia. Oh,
1: take me with you! I sure will. Excellent. That's on my bucket list. I want to go to Australia. you up. Thanks. I'll pick
0: you up, and then we'll drive this way around. We'll hit Japan, and then maybe Australia. we can.
1: Oh my God! Can we stop in Hawaii?
0: Absolutely. Okay. It's perfect. just a couple hour
1: drive. I'll pack light. God, I love this part. <laughs> So you have to remember that he's serious about this. He really thinks that you can drive to Japan, okay? Okay. He only had a fourth grade education. They found out his IQ was 85, which is low. Low. And when they scanned his brain, they found major brain damage in his frontal lobe and they said it looked like it was from a head injury that he sustained when he was a child which i'm sure was probably from his mom beating him because with the broom handle yeah and he admitted that his mom had beat him before where he was like knocked out cold for hours so the broom handle wasn't the first incident like his mom was regularly pounded on him Which is not cool. I kind
0: of feel like she deserved to die. (gasps) Oh, Megan. Poetic justice that he got to do it. But he shouldn't have killed anyone else. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she fucked him up.
0: She fucked him up. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: And they also found damage to his temporal lobe, which I guess is on the side. So he had side and front brain damage. Um, He was also diagnosed with schizophrenia, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it's called confabulation, which means that he has huge gaps in his memory. So he doesn't remember shit, which I feel like I have this confabulation. (laughs)
0: Like, I I can't remember shit. um, I don't remember a lot of my teenage years or my childhood. So, maybe I have confabulation
1: too. Maybe we should get diagnosed together. Maybe. On our road trip. Yes. So, mm. Hugh, the fascinating journalist, he approached the Texas Rangers and said, Listen, I'm pretty sure that Henry's lying. Um, he's told me he's lying. He told me he drove to Japan. None of this is adding up. Like, this is suspicious. The Q's got a good head on his shoulders. And the Texas Rangers basically said, no, you're wrong. Henry's telling the truth. And it just fell on deaf ears. See, I feel like at this point, it's shoddy
0: policemen work because they just want to close out their cases. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of finding out what actually happened, they're just going to mm-hmm. take this dude's word for it so they can shut this case and get it off their desk.
1: Yeah, and here they think they're helping families and solving all these cases. <laughs> <laughs> it trips. And
0: Yes, yeah, but you're not helping them when their murderer is still on the loose.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So families of the murder victims also started noticing shit. They were like, These confessions don't add up. The details were all wrong and they knew it. So one of the families actually got so suspicious that they started doing their own research. And they literally proved with a paper trail that there is no way Henry killed their daughter. There was just no way. He was 1,200 miles away on... A weird day, like it just didn't add up. There It'd and plus, have to be some type of time traveler. Yeah, and just the details, like he said, he went through a sliding glass door from the carport, and they're like, you couldn't have gone through that sliding glass door in the carport because the victim had a huge Cheerio cabinet in front of that sliding glass door, so you couldn't go through it. There's just no way. They just didn't believe him. So the family also came to the texas rangers and showed them what they had found they're like look this is what we found we know he's lying and the texas rangers got pissed and told them to leave and it almost even resulted in a fist fight because the family was so mad that the rangers weren't listening it fucking pissed me off too because that's who's supposed to help you yeah and then another journalist this was a woman and i didn't make a note of her name Oh no, was she a journalist? No, she was a detective. I don't know, I'm probably fucking that up. But anyways, she also suspected that Henry's confessions were a bunch of bullshit. So she, and oh my god, this is exactly what I was thinking. She did exactly what I was thinking. She made up a murder case. Just made one up. With fake people, fake names, fake pictures, fake crime scene, fake details. Put it in a folder yes presented it to henry and henry sure enough he admitted to this murder and told all the details that were in the file to her signed a confession saying he did it bitch this is a fake ass murder you didn't do it like shit never happened hugh the cool guy he had just enough of this bullshit he was he was mad And he wound up taking all of his suspicions to the Dallas Time Herald. And him and another journalist sat down and they made a timeline of Henry's life based on his paper trail. And they made a timeline of all these murders that he had confessed to. And they compared them. And they said it was so easy to disprove all of these confessions. It took no time at all. They found out that Henry was not this traveler. Um, he had jail records, time clock records, marriage certificates, speeding tickets, like all sorts of paperwork to back up where he was. And the, the funniest one, which is this isn't funny at all, but it's funny. Henry had confessed to killing this missing girl. Well, turns out they found this girl in her car In a body of water. She had, like, epileptic seizures. Seizures? Mm -hmm. Epileptic seizures? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she had had a seizure and drove her car into the body of water. Oh, no. Yeah. Horrible. But her family was obviously looking for her because she was a missing person. Right. And Henry omitted to killing her. Well, they found her body and her in the... Body of water you didn't kill her So right. and when
0: they do an autopsy they would see that she had a seizure and she yeah
1: didn't. It, so that was another nail in the lying coffin.
0: What a, what a piece of shit for wasting everybody's time.
1: I feel like he was self-serving, you know because he's getting all these cigarettes and coffee and milkshakes and having a good old time. People are finally interested in in Goal Henry. Mm-hmm. So, in April of 1985, Hugh, the cool journalist, published his findings on the front page of the Dallas Times Herald. And the title was called Mass Murder or Massive Hoax. That's a catchy, catchy hook. Yeah, good title, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, good job. Good job. So, once this was out and published, this caused quite a stir. People wanted answers from the Texas Rangers because they were responsible for all of this. But guess what? The Texas Rangers said, Henry's telling the truth. And they accused Hugh, the cool journalist, of being an anti-law enforcement person. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. hmm This is a huge part I'm leaving out of the docuseries because there was some really, really, really fucked up, awful shit that the Dallas, Texas Rangers did in retaliation to this. But I'm not going to talk about it. So the
0: reporter guy
1: and the DA cause the DA, the DA yeah the DA stood up and was like yo y'all need to take some responsibility
0: yeah like and wasting everybody's fucking time and I bet those families that came to the Texas Rangers were like yeah we fucking we told them
1: yeah So, go watch the docu-series, you'll find out so much golden nuggets on this because that shit goes on a whole nother level of crazy. Henry wound up changing his story and he was like, you know, you're right. You caught me. I'm a liar. I didn't kill all these people. I've been lying this whole time. Sorry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about it. (laughs) He's like, I did kill my mother and Becky and Kate, the girls from Texas. But I didn't kill all these other 600 people. Are those the only three women he's killed? As far as we know, that could be true. Oh proof. my god. Yeah. The shittiest part about this is that when he confessed to a lot of these cases, those Police closed those cases, marked them as solved, and they, a lot of them refused to open the cases back up. So there's a lot of cases that were closed based on these confessions. So justice was never served.
0: Because, right. And that's fucked up because now they'll never be looked at again.
1: Mm hmm. And yeah, they're not
0: closed.
1: Right. Um, families are pissed. Obviously, I would be fucking mm-hmm. pissed. Murderers yeah. are still out there, you know. A police officer's son got put in jail for a crime that he probably committed. And so the police officer was like, hey, Henry, will you look at this case? And Henry confessed to it, so he got his son out of jail. Oh my God. So much fucked up shit. Um, since DNA, has become more of a great forensic tool to solve cases. They have been able to, without a doubt, solve at least, I think it's 23 cases that Henry confessed to, but when they ran the DNA, it wasn't Henry's DNA. So they've caught the actual killers in at least 20 something cases. That's good. That's a good start. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Yeah, positives. That's
0: good. That's 23 mm -hmm. murderers off the streets. Question. Okay. Do the Texas Rangers get in trouble? Like, Do they have any type of penalty or fine or have to go to court or
1: something? Oh, no. The Texas Rangers have not been held accountable for their part in this whole entire thing. They claim that Henry was telling the truth, and if he wasn't, then they were just victims of this hoax. They took zero responsibility, and they have admitted to doing no wrong. They're
0: not victims when they had actual victims coming forward
1: with their proof. Yeah, but they did know. Do these. They did no research. If, if you came to Henry and said, did you do this? And Henry said, yes, that was where this, that's where the search stopped. They didn't right. check into Henry's story. They didn't do any police work Ooh. to disprove what he was saying. They just took him for his 100% word case closed. And if they would have just at least looked at a time or date or location, they could have easily found out that it's not possible but they didn't right. do that they did a criminal profiling you know how the fbi has all these cool criminal profiles like when a murderer yeah, happens yeah, yeah. they can tell you what his occupation is like if he's a loner what his childhood was how many friends they have yeah. yeah how do they do that oh. the fbi is so cool but Fun um hideout. the fbi they studied serial killers and they know they always have a pattern they always have a way to kill they always have a preference like and henry's alleged murders had zero pattern no pattern no nothing they're like this doesn't make any sense he doesn't match any characteristics of an actual serial killer if you could get a job at the fbi would you
0: Legitly, if I could get a job at the FBI possibly I think that'd be some exciting work
1: I want to join their team if anyone in the FBI is out there train me I'm a fast learner and I will do stuff whatever I
0: will work in the office and I'll input all the data into the system
1: <gasps> that's cool
0: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. call us you don't even have to train me I'm really good at typing
1: so in the end um you know Henry wound up dying in jail from natural causes uh I don't remember how old he was I didn't make a note but yeah that's it that's it basically he admitted to all the oh my god and something crazy I went to go to Murderpedia to look up shit and When you go to the L's for Lucas, you -hmm. can click on every single one except for Henry's. You cannot click on Henry's information, which I thought was so bizarre. How
0: come you can't click on his information? Girl, go to
1: Murderpedia. You know how they list the names and you can click to learn more? You can't do that for Henry. And under his kills, it says 10 to 600. So. (laughs) like no no one knows if you want to check out the documentary it's called the confession killer it's on netflix right now it's a five-part docuseries 45 minutes long each five hours of your life have your mind blown you'll discover i didn't even like barely touch on this whole fiasco there's so much more to it
0: Something happens, and it holds a world record. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to see what the world record is in, is it Ripley's or Guinness? Guinness. Guinness. God, that's also one of my goals. In Guinness (laughs) Book of World Records, go watch it. It's fucking cool.
1: Lots of, lots of things to discover. so Megan what can we take away from this education we just discovered
0: this Bloody Mary was so good okay I think that if someone says that they killed a hundred people You should do a mental evaluation first and see that their brain's all fucking damaged. You should also listen to
1: victims. Yeah. Yeah. And just like do your research. If there are
0: victims, pick them.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Victims pick them. I feel like the Texas Rangers had the best intentions in the beginning. Um, but it just got totally out of hand. Like, way out of hand. And then for them not to make... Or them to not own up to their mistakes. That's fucked up. If you did something wrong, just admit it. Like, Yeah, maybe some of it
0: is like... They can't believe that they were this fucking fooled that they just—they don't want to believe it. Yeah. You know, or maybe they're just fucking assholes and they're lazy and they wanted to close out all their cold cases.
1: And they got caught.
0: And they got caught, but they didn't fucking have any punishment. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I don't like that.
1: No, and they were bullies. They caused a lot of. Lot of problems for other people.
0: Don't like trying to cover
1: their tracks. We're all human. We all make mistakes, but if you make a mistake, own up to it. Henry Lee Lewis only had like four top teeth. And my non rhyme thing is Henry Lee Lucas lied through his teeth so much that they fell out.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Henry lie, lie, lied And the Texas Rangers Denied, denied, denied
1: Yeah People cry, cry,
0: cry Yeah Because they're stupid Guy, guy, guy Yeah That's all for this episode Yeah Yeah. Okay, love you, bye Okay, love you, bye